Today's episode of the Mark My Words podcast is sponsored by the Coatings Alliance, manufacturers of C2 Paint. Hey everyone, welcome to Mark My Words, the only podcast for independent paint and hardware retailers. I'm your host, Mark Lipton. Thank you very much for joining me today. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today. It's Mark. Uh, with me today on my episode is Tom Hill. Uh, Tom is the president of the Coatings Alliance. They're the manufacturers of C2 paint. I've always thought it was really cool the way C2 went to market. I, I was always impressed. They've held on to for probably 20 or 25 years, however long they've been around. Uh, they've primarily held on to the model uh, of being owned and operated by independent retailers. Uh, they, they have a relationship with Pittsburgh Paint as the manufacturer, but uh, the, the organization itself is primarily owned and, and the decisions are, are all made uh, for their retailers by the retailers themselves. It's, it's owned by a group of, uh, I think Tom says uh, later in the episode, of about 25 retailers and has been from the beginning. So it's sort of a cool configuration, and I, I know some of the people uh, that are involved in it. I, I know a couple of the owners, and I know a handful of the dealers, and I'm always impressed with sort of their perspective, their view on the market. And recently, they shared with me while we were talking about e-commerce, they recently shared with me that they were introducing an e-commerce package. And, and I thought that was uh, really cool what they're doing. Uh, they're really trying to get all of their retailers uh, to get on board with the trend towards e-commerce. And, and so even though it, it seems slightly competitive, uh, possibly because I am putting out an e-commerce platform. Not really. Uh, their platform is is just for C2 retailers, but it's a really interesting uh, perspective how they're how they're doing it. And and so I I thought since we were talking about e-commerce uh, frequently, I thought that you'd find uh, their perspective interesting and refreshing. So uh, give them a listen and uh, let me know what you think. Like, subscribe, shoot me a text, and uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another episode. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today. Uh, with me today is Tom Hill. Tom is the president of the Coatings Alliance, makers of C2 Paint. Tom, how are you today? I'm doing really well. Thanks, Mark. How are you? I'm doing really well, thanks. Thanks for joining me today. Tom, you're with uh, C2, and I know we've got a few things that we want to we wanna talk about, and we want to talk about... Uh, what C2 is doing. And I particularly want to talk about, I, I know you guys are, are planning on being very aggressive and you've got a new program for dealers uh, as relates to e-commerce. So I want to spend most of our time talking about that. But I do think that uh, C2 has sort of an interesting history and maybe an interesting uh, structure even to this day. And I thought that retailers might be interested in that. So why don't, uh, why don't you share what what uh, is your opinion of, of what makes C2 unusual and particularly in related to, to the structure of C2? Sure. I, at the heart of what makes our company unique is the fact that we're managed by independent retailers. So C2 is a group of independent paint retailers who have come together to manufacture and distribute their own brand of paint called C2. Um, we started the company in 1999 to meet a dealer's need at that point. Mm -hmm. So if you if you rewind the clock, uh, Pratt & Lambert had just acquired Sherwin-Williams, 
And shortly thereafter, it became clear to dealers that it was Strowman Williams product yep. in a Pratt and Lambert can. And that was a problem because contractors knew it right away and were sort of looking for alternatives at that point. Right. And it's interesting. And dealers scrambling. Yeah. I'll cut you off there for a second. I remember that time we were, we were a Pratt and Lambert dealer at that time and it was a very difficult time. The Coatings Alliance is separate from C2 Paint, correct? Yes, that's correct. The Coatings Alliance is the entity uh, that that manufactures C2 Paint. So the Coatings Alliance is a is a partnership of independent paint retailers to manufacture and distribute their own brand. Right. And how many how many partners do you have there? Twenty five partners. Right. And so those are the original partners that got together and said, "We are going to be this uh, alliance of independent retailers, and we're going to make our own brand of paint." That's correct. There's a much larger group of independent retailers who sell the product. Who sell the paint, right. Do you, not have an equity position. Right. You don't have to, just, just to take in the paint, you don't have to buy into the company. You can uh, stock C2 paint as sort of a traditional relationship with a paint manufacturer if you want to, correct? That is 100% correct. We we go to market um, most of the time, and in fact, 100% of the time today, as a traditional vendor to a, a dealer, right. uh, just as any other paint manufacturer would. And we have a program for dealers who might be interested in, in fully stocking our product line. And we've also got a, a limited stocking program for dealers who might be interested in focusing on one of our products called C2 Guard. Right. Interesting. And and so I, I would love to maybe at another time have you on and, and talk about what a program looks like when it's been built by independent retailers. But I unfortunately, I, I got you on here. I really want to talk about e-commerce. You know, it's all I'm, I'm talking about these days. So I'll, if you don't mind, I'll keep us moving. But, but just tell me a little bit. I, I know that independent retailers are, are having a, a really good year right now, uh, despite some of the uh, economic news caused by the uh, pandemic, the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, nonetheless, independent retailers seem to be doing very well right now. Is, is that happening with C2 dealers as well? I would say yes, in short, for sure. Um, DIY is probably the biggest driver for successful dealers today. And right. anecdotally, I would say that's that's what I see more than anything else. Yeah, I'm seeing that. across our network, yep. dealers who are more focused on DIY tend to be um, in really in a, in a happy position right now, all right. things considered. Right. Um, probably it's also true that um, the exterior season has been relatively strong given the weather. Right? I've heard so that's, that. Yeah. It's been a nice bonus as well. Right, right. Obviously, I'm out of my stores, so I don't have that experience. But I, I have heard from other retailers that the exterior season this year was really robust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and so let's talk a little bit about uh, the pandemic and, and how that affected uh, C2, if at all, or did you have any uh, uh, response uh, that was needed under the circumstances? Well, for sure. And I, and I think what I'd like to do, if, if it's okay with you, is just to circle back to kind of that initial question you asked about what makes our company unique. Because mm-hmm. I think my answer to your question about the pandemic, the pandemic has forced us to really focus focus in hard on how our company can help independent retailers. And so the fact that we're a dealer managed paint company um, is, is kind of at the heart of this again. I think a lot of your listeners might be asking themselves, well, who cares, right? Why, why does that matter? 
Um, and it's not apparently obvious because as, as a paint manufacturer, we make and sell paint to independent retailers, just like everybody else does. Right. But what's unique here is that decision-making process, right? All of our, all of our outcomes, our products, our price points, the distribution model, the selling proposition, our marketing, right? These are all infused with the dealer's perspective and that perspective helps the dealer to maximize the benefit they get from the relationship. Right. And, and the reason you're like that is you're telling me that all of those policies and practices uh, that are typically driven in a corporation by the executives or the board or what have you in, at, at the Coatings Alliance and at C2, those decisions are all made by independent retailers. That's, that's absolutely correct. Wow. And to me, it, it, so I'm not a car guy. I can't say that I am, but over the weekend, since we're all at home watching a little bit more Netflix than we would usually, right? Right. I watched that movie Ford versus Ferrari. Have you seen that? Yes, that was such a good movie, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's nothing earth shattering here. It's not particularly clever, but that movie does point out to us kind of the pains that car companies go to to look for improvements in the in the aerodynamics of their model, right? Mm-hmm. Can they create a vehicle that cuts through the wind really efficiency? Mm-hmm. And it just strikes me, right? They don't just look at the hood of the vehicle. They don't just look at the body of the vehicle. They look at every system inside of that vehicle to identify areas for marginal improvement that together add material benefit. And it occurs to me for independent paint retailers in this competitive, difficult environment, it's worth their while to look for for relationships, for partnerships that can add residual benefit to their business. Mm -hmm. And really that's what C2 is trying to do. And, and so I'm curious, though, uh, I know that we're going to spend most of this time talking about the e-commerce in a minute. Uh, tell me some of the other ways that, that you feel like the Coatings Alliance or C2 uh, supports e- either their members or their, their stocking, uh, uh, you know, their stocking businesses. What, what are some of the specifics that you feel uh, like are unique in that category? Sure. Some of the specific benefits. I mean, so typically I would, I would give, um, we talk about obviously our products, right? We believe the products are special, the way they're designed, the way they're formulated, the ones that we choose to have in the line, the fact that there are not 15 different eggshells in the line, that it's two or three that can support the bulk of dealer sales, right? Trying to create an efficient product model. We've tried to create a unique and differentiated position on color in the world, we realize that paint dealers don't need another color system of 4,000 colors, so we've created a collection that's complementary. We have I've tried seen to- your system, by the way. I don't normally like to, uh, you know, to pitch people on these shows, but but it's a very good system. It's really clean and it's really straightforward. You guys, you guys did really good work on that. Well, thanks. Thank you. C2 goes to market trying to provide an opportunity for dealers to develop their own independent territories. Um, We don't look to layer dealers on top of one another, but we look to have select distribution where a dealer can expand, can, can grow into a territory that's comfortable for them. And that's a bit of a different perspective on the world. That is. And, and so uh, I'm curious uh, now, as the world is sort of changing post COVID, and and the reason you're here was was to talk about what you guys are doing with uh, 
uh, with e-commerce are is is that connected uh, to the way you guys view the market? Is is what you guys are doing now with e-commerce being driven by uh, some of the distance between your dealers, or is that just really just a coincidence of of the circumstances now in the you know in the United States? Well, I would say it's probably a coincidence a little bit, but in truth, it's both and. Right. Um, the the e-commerce platform is all the buzz. Everybody understands that it's important. Yep. But it's funny how this this pandemic has shifted it from kind of a nice to have to a need to have. Yeah. And so from that perspective, you know, it's it's not something that we're just stumbling into. This is something that we recognize based on the trends and patterns. And you've talked a lot about this. Yeah. Dealers have to be looking at this. Have to. It's critical. It's yeah. mission critical. I would say that if a dealer is not even considering an e-commerce and listen, the word independent is very powerful in my heart. As you know, we know each other for a few years now. Uh, I want everybody to make individual decisions all the time in their business. I believe in that. Even if you're people that, uh, even if you're the sort of individual who likes to follow their accountant's advice or a blogger's (laughs) advice or whoever's, you should still be making uh, independent decisions for yourself. But in this case, as it relates to e-commerce, if you're not at least considering adding on an e-commerce platform, you're, you're probably being irresponsible to your business. Right. I would agree. Right. And that's because of the pandemic. You know, mm-hmm. had, had we had this conversation, what are we at, August? Have we had this conversation six months ago? I might have said to you, yeah, I mean, dealers should be considering adding e-commerce to their mix is what I would have said had we had this conversation a number of months ago because it was a good opportunity to think about growing your business and maybe get into a space and get into a little pocket of customers that you're not currently getting. But in in this circumstance uh, with the uh, with the pandemic and, and how I think we all agree, uh, consumer behavior is not going to change back uh, to how it was beforehand. No, not at all. And while, while our industry tends to be, right, we're not, I would say, the most technologically advanced group uh, in the universe, right. in, the, in the paint world. But um, I understand also that dealers can, can have a large degree of skepticism with this e-commerce thing. They're yep. thinking, oh, it's just another expense. I don't know that, you know, it's, they look at it like a marketing expense. I can't really necessarily translate growth to these initiatives. Right. Um, but the truth is, this is just altogether different. They have to take a long-term view. That's and it's right. not just about dollars and cents that can be um, derived directly from this platform. But it's how this platform supports the business, this omni-channel approach that That's we right. need to adopt. That's right. And and one of the things that I've been uh, speaking to dealers about as I've talked about e-commerce in my blogs or other podcasts or what have you, one of the things that I'm uh, sharing is that there are going to be myriad opportunities for retailers to earn money through efficiencies that these websites will generate because that's what websites do. Now, if you ask me, am I smart enough to see all of them yet? No, I don't uh, see all of them yet, but I know that they exist. And I know that if there's a thousand smart retailers out there who install uh, websites with e-commerce, there's going to be a thousand really good ideas on, on how to make money off of that. 
Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. And and so I think that this is an area where retailers are are going to continue to have to uh, learn about, uh, invest in, and and look at as a as an option to to grow and make efficient their business. And and I for one am thrilled to see C2 step into this space. Uh, there are some other manufacturers, paint manufacturers that are going to step into this space as well uh, for their retailers. And I think it's great that C2 is stepping up. So kudos to you guys. Well, thanks. Yeah, we're, we're excited about it because it's another opportunity to bring dealers into the discussion. Right. We, we love the fact that C2, that dealers have a true voice right in the discussion a true voice into what happens and you just put your finger on a really important point there's going to be a lot of data there're going to be a lot of options i think it's going to be important to get the architecture right but many of the details we just can't see and understand yeah. how those are going to work out right now right so to have to have a, a fruitful and a and a robust dialogue with dealers about what's working and what's not working and to be able to implement that data into new initiatives, into improving the platform that exists, you know, that's going to be a lot of fun to develop. Right. I'm looking forward to that as well. And so tell me a little bit about uh, how the program works uh, for C2 retailers. Sure. Well, we had to look at this problem a little bit differently. As you can, as you can imagine, as your listeners can imagine, the reflex of a paint manufacturer, we can't help ourselves, right? The, right? the solution that's right in front of our face that makes the most sense is to develop a platform that both promotes and, and enables the sale of our products. Right. And in most cases, that's good for the dealer. That's good for the manufacturer. Good, good. Off we go. Right. But we needed to take a different approach. It's not good enough for C2. And so we looked at this problem and this opportunity strictly from the perspective of the dealer and asked ourselves, what is the best solution that we can create for the dealer? And so to us, it's not only a a platform that sells C2 products, but it's a platform that represents, that reflects the dealer's business, that reflects their brand, that over time can create new streams of revenue and support the existing bricks and mortar business, all the while um, building the dealer's brand equity. Mm-hmm. If our dealers are successful, we'll be successful. So were you going to say something? I'm sorry. No, nope, go you ahead. No, 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 you're okay. good. So our, our program, what it is, is we have created an architecture. So it's a, it's a platform built on Shopify mm-hmm. that we are going to give to the retailer. And that platform is going to go to the retailer at no charge, preloaded with C2 products and C2 colors on it. Wow. So that's the basis. That's the foundation. From there... C2 has connected with an independent contractor who will help the retailer customize that platform. Think of it almost like open source coding that can be customized. Yep. So this independent contractor will help the retailer customize the platform to accurately reflect and resemble the dealer's brand, product mix, et cetera, et cetera. So, so what you're saying is, is, is excuse me to interrupt, but what you're saying is dealers who have uh, gotten, gotten the platform from C2 at no charge can then add other brands that they may deal with. That's correct. That's correct. And it, it just makes the most sense for the retailer. Um, we, we understand that it has to 
It has to not only, yes, we want to sell more C2 products, no doubt about it, right? Right. I think that's good for C2 and good for the retailer. I'm not bashful about saying that at all. Right, right. But I'm also not crazy enough to, to say that only C2 is what will benefit the retailer in the long term. It's it's their brand. It's not our brand. We're there to support the dealer, not the other way around. Right. And so let's talk a little bit about those sites because, uh, you know, I'm engaged a little bit in in building sites and, and learning about this space. Tell me tell me what's happening on these sites. Are you getting all of your C2 products up there? Are you getting your full color displays uh, up there and all the other inspiration that you guys are, are able to uh to offer, which currently would be in print form. Are you successful transitioning all of that to digital? Yes. I would say the dealer has the ability to have everything if they want to have everything. So all of our products, all of our colors, but really the way we go to market is whatever the dealer's product mix needs to look like. Um, We don't necessarily force all of our deep retailers to have all of our products. If somebody's not interested in carrying exterior for for instance, they don't right. have to. So it can resemble anything that they want for it to resemble. So did you find that because your displays are, are because your uh, collection is smaller, then the transition to digital was probably uh, easier for you guys to get this, get these displays on your sites. Is that right? Well, that certainly helps. Yeah. I think that's one of the areas that's going to that's going to require a lot of discussion yep. among retailers is what is the right mix of products and color selection. I, it is overwhelming for consumers, and we know that already. Yep. So, how do we take something that's that's overwhelming in person and then translate it to online? I think some curation is going to be required. Right. My own opinion of how that goes is that companies ultimately are going to go with more common combinations of colors in a curated collection like you're discussing rather than hey here's the big here's our 5000 you know color collection here's all of them pick one i right. i just think that that's too daunting of a task for the consumers and and i haven't in my time in my stores i i never felt like uh, you know, we would have come up short uh, with with a thousand colors less. I, I don't think we would have ever come up short. And so I think as dealers transition to digital, they should keep in mind in the back of their head that they don't need 5,000 colors available online. Right. I think another interesting oppor- opportunity for C2 inside of that thought is that there are going to be color samples that are required as part of the buying process still, even online. Right. Maybe not in every case, but in a lot of cases. In a lot of cases, what's, right. What's interesting with C2 is that when you send a color sample, a take-home chip, really sending a specification sample because those are painted with our Lux eggshell finish on the chip. It's another selling point inside of that e-commerce system. So I remember that actually from a number of years ago. Were those like supersized paint chips? Yes. Well, we have both. So we have what we call the ultimate paint chip, which is a 17 inch by 25 inch swatch, a painted swatch. And so all of the C2 color chips start out life as an ultimate paint chip and they get chopped up from there into the take home chip size and then also into the fan deck. Right. Of, Of actual paint. Of actual paint. Yes. Our premium eggshell finish on a chip. And, and so when, when retailers put this up on their site, are they selling uh, samples of actual paint, like a little pint can of paint, or are they selling these large sheets when a customer set, clicks, yes, I'd take a sample of that? 
Well, they can do both. Oh, interesting. So that's the beauty of the C2 system is that if you want a wet sample, we have pint samples of our of our Lux eggshell finish, and that's the finish that's on the ultimate paint chips and the take-home chips as well. So right. a lot of the retailers right now are giving away the take-home chips for free. Right. They're selling the ultimate paint chips for between 8 and $9 a piece. And then the liquid samples are right in that range as well. So wet or dry, the client is able to access a color sample from C2. Right. And and that actually sounds to me like a, a pretty nice profit opportunity uh, to sell a paper sample for 8 or $9. I'm, I'm thinking they cost a little less than the paint. and are For and, sure. Right. And are probably <laughs> cheaper to ship. They are. And, and they so are. that actually may be an advantage to a retailer who's uh, using this to help support e-commerce is these things, you can, you can roll them up, put them in a tube, and for probably a dollar or so, you know, the post office is going to deliver it 100 miles, it, within 100 miles of your store in 24 hours. That's right. And, and so you've got a sample in the customer's hands. You haven't had to ship any paint, but you've still made, you know, a fair amount of money. And it's a and it's a color memo, a color sample that no other paint company's got. So right. if you are if you are the C two paint retailer in that area, those become really like a business card that get planted all throughout your community that get pulled out at cocktail parties and you know, as as friends gather in one another's homes, although that's happening less today than it right, used to. Right. Right. right? But it still just is about a to say, card. I hope hope that's not part of your marketing plan. Friends, Socially distant. Right. Friends gathering yeah. in people's homes to talk about C two. And and so let's get back to uh, let's get back to the e-commerce. So how does a an existing retailer, an existing C two retailer, gets this program for free? That's correct. Well, it, it's a combination. So the the platform and the C two product line and color line are provided to the dealer for free. Oh, interesting. Then the dealer the dealer connects with the with an independent contractor. Right. And the dealer pays a customization fee for that platform. Right. So he wants so Rustoleum products or That's right. Whatever. For $6500, the dealer can contract with that consultant who will add two additional national paint lines to the site, who will provide an opportunity to um, offer sundries brushes, rollers, trays, whatever that, that combination is. Some yep. some shortened combination because right. that's another area that can just get off the rails in terms of complexity. Yep. Um, and then, and then of course, the customization that's quite required to make the site look and feel like the dealer's store. Right, to skin it properly, they call mm-hmm. them. Now I'm learning all the words of the trade, yeah, right? Yeah, you're much more techie than I am yes. on that product. Yes, and, and so that's for... Uh, the existing retailers and so they get that and if they if a retailer were to just say listen i want to just sell c2 on this site they can turn it on plug it in and and it's free they're selling c2 tomorrow that's correct and and for some sort of uh it sounds like uh some sort of investment on their part uh, they can add in uh, another manufacturer and and perhaps some sundries so that's a uh, that that's for your existing retailers, and and what about for for new retailers? How is that going to work? Well, for new retailers, um, it's it's all part of their their decision to take in the product line. So really, it would kind of work the same way for both existing and new retailers. It's just yet another option for 
a new retailer to sort of promote the product line, to push their entire business forward. If you're looking for justifications, additional justifications to take on a new paint line, this certainly would be part of that because as you know, in this space, these sites can, can quickly climb in price. Yep. Um, and yes, there, there has to be, you know, there's an apples to apples comparison that's required because lots of bells and whistles, but right. nonetheless on the surface, you know, a dealer can access a site that could cost them upwards of $20,000 for yep. 6,500 bucks, which really offsets a lot of the cost of bringing on the paint line. Right. And, and so that's what you guys are hoping for is that, is that retailers do spend the money to make these sites, uh, individualized and unique to them, use them as their store sites. Uh, and then you get the advantage when they do that, you get the advantage that, uh, they've added C2 to make that happen because it offsets the price of doing that. That's right. Absolutely. And so a new dealer would get that same $6,500 head start basically you know, as, as, as your existing retailers, in this case, there's, there's not a huge difference between no, being right. a new, a new retailer and an existing retailer. That's absolutely true. We want to create programs that will benefit the channel because yes, maybe we don't win quite as much in the short term, but we believe long term the success of our dealers is what's going to lead to the success of our company. And to take this approach we think is, is more long-term beneficial. Well, and you can tell in, in, what you're saying to me today that the people telling you what to say are independent paint retailers, right? <laughs> That's for sure. Right. I mean, you could tell who your boss is just, That's right. just through this conversation. And, and for me, as someone who spent a career, you know, trying to support independent retailers, paint retailers in some way or another, I, I, I love what I hear from you. So I, I really appreciate you coming on and, mm -hmm. And so tell me, uh, the program itself, uh, what's involved? All they have to do is raise their hand and it's, is it ready to go now? Is this something that you've already got in the market? What, what sort of stage are you at? Yes, I would say it's essentially ready to go now. Let me just qualify that a little bit, I guess. Um, the, the inspiration site that we used for our platform is out in the world right now. The first build-out that has been customized for a dealer is due to be out within the next seven days or so. Oh, that's great. And we believe that probably a two- to three-week window, once we, once we start to have some iterations on this and, and sort of get our systems and processes nailed, we believe a two- to three-week lead turnaround time is, is what will happen once a dealer says, yes, I want to do this. I've seen uh, over the last couple of weeks some information requests going back and forth. So I wouldn't say that it's an onerous process on the retailer. I know that's a big concern, particularly as the season is still sort of you know right. in operation. Right. It's not onerous. It can be done. I've seen it. Um, all the information required in a series of three to four emails, right. and the site can be built. Very cool. Well, Tom, what a really cool program uh, you guys have worked on. I, I have to say, I applaud you. I know uh, that that in this one small aspect, you and I are, are competitors, so to speak. But but I, I have to say, I, I love hearing what you guys are up to. Uh, I support it completely. I think it's a great idea and it's a great way. I believe, obviously, uh, deeply that... Uh, uh, that independent retailers need e-commerce. And so I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of any manufacturer that steps up and says, we're so sure that re retailers need e-commerce that here's a package that, that we're ready to plug in and, and let them have it with. So good, good for you guys, Tom. 
Well, thank you. Yeah, and we we would say the same. We yes. While of course we want retailers to access our our program, and we think it's great for <laughs> for the reasons we've launched it. But nonetheless, we truly believe that independent dealers need to be looking at e-commerce. So yes. whether it's ours or somebody else's, yes. please consider it because. It's just an important long-term piece of your strategy. You've got to get in this game. The market's not coming back. That's right. It's not coming back. And listen, if you want to look at your business and think, well, I'm up 10% this year or 20% this year, as many of our retailers are, uh, and think that that's, that's your evidence that you don't need e-commerce. And that, that's your evidence that you know Mark Lipton or Tom Hill, in this case, you know, have lost their minds. Uh, I, I, I just don't think it's going to work that way. I think the reality is that we're in a very unusual bubble uh, right now. We are traveling in that bubble. It was caused by the coronavirus. Uh, that's what we're all living off of right now. That's the big bump in DIY that's given us all these 10, 15, and 20% increases. But when this goes away and it goes back to normal, and I just did the little air quotes, when this goes away and this goes back to normal, you're going to find consumers that do not want to leave their house to come shop in your paint stores. Mm-hmm. And so if, if, if paint retailers do not address that, they're going to have a problem. And, and the retailers that think, you know, well, people aren't going to stop walking into paint stores. Let me address that specifically. You are 100% correct. They will not stop walking into paint stores. But they are going to walk into the paint stores that they find online. They're going to mm-hmm. walk into the paint stores that give them proper inspiration online. And then once they get that online, then they're going to walk into that paint store. And so if that's not you, then you're going to be in big trouble. And as a hedge for what may come, the the retailers who do have that online presence in the situation where they're forced through through pandemic conditions yep. to not be able to have that customer interaction in person, yep. you're creating new outlets for that to happen. So with our platform, yes, there's the e-commerce transaction that can occur, but there's also a web form section of the site where your contractors can easily and quickly say, hey, I need 10 more gallons of this specific product tended to this specific color, send. And that, that communication it sort of circumvents the phones because I think a lot of retailers actually had a lot of problems. Their they phones did. were jammed. They did. And so this is a way to, to sort of unclog that bottleneck as well. Well, Tom, I think you guys have done a really great job. I'll, I'll give you an opportunity if you like. I'm afraid we're out of time. Uh, but would you like to get a final thought in here? Well, I think what I'd like to say is just uh, retailers, please uh, consider C2 Paint because if for no other reason – you will gain a voice in the process. And if I can give you just one quick story about how that worked out just within the last week. Sure. So we've, we've got a new retailer who's relatively new to the proposition the last two or three months. And, and you know how that honeymoon period goes. Yep. They, the retailer gets the products in. They start playing around with it. They start selling some of it. They get some customer feedback. You learn the nuances of a product in, in the sales context. And so this retailer reached out to me on Wednesday of last week and and had some feedback for me such that he was asking for a slight tweak in one of our product information sheets, you know, just based on his initial experience in Mm -hmm. selling the product. Uh, In this case, he was speaking to me specifically about cure times. And so what we did is it's not that this request went from an area manager to a regional manager to a senior manager to the customer service department to the technical team for research. 
we had a quick call with our technical director. The technical director on Friday of last week met with marketing to discuss the changes on the PI sheets, and those changes will be implemented this week. To give you that example, not to say that that's always how it can work, because that's a pretty simple example, but it does uh, drive home the point. Dealers do have a voice. Right. When dealers speak, we listen and we respond. Do we do it perfectly? No, but we'll try to, but we will respond. And dealers, you are our world. So please uh, consider looking at C2 Paint. We think it'll be beneficial for you, for your business, and we'll have some fun together in the process. Terrific. Well, what a great way to end it. Uh, Tom Hill, president of the Coatings Alliance, makers of C2 Paint. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast today. I really appreciate you making the time. Hey, Mark. Thank you. Thanks for your time. So that's our episode for today. Thank you all for listening. This has been the Mark My Words podcast. I'm your host, Mark Lipton, and you can hear this podcast. You can like, subscribe, review this podcast at the Apple Podcast Store, SoundCloud, Blueberry, or on Stitcher. 